Ramble. Welcome to another tripod. We're excited to be talking to you in a new year. What do we got on the show today, Eugene? Well, we're going to chat about Biden's inauguration, which is happening right now as we speak. We're also going to welcome back Ned. Daddy is home. Daddy's home. I'll be talking to you about a couple of my passions and interests outside of children. What? And then uh, it was my birthday this week. So another rousing game of what's the word with yours truly. Happy birthday, Eugene. Thank you. I'm 35. How'd you celebrate? Oh, you, uh, like- you know, just drank a lot. Mm. <laughs> Solid, solid, yeah, nice, nice. Yep. What do you think, now that you're 35, you've learned in all of your 35 years of wisdom? Oh, um, definitely bring a a light sweater with you. Wow. You know, as a... (laughs) (laughs) That's great advice. As a 33-year-old, I look up to you, and I just, you know, I wonder someday what it's going to be like to be 35. Like, I don't need a light sweater all the time, but someone around you always starts complaining when it hits 6 p.m. Yeah, and then you oh can my God, nip so that cold. in the butt. Yeah, and you'll Shut just whip it, down. it out and say, here is my light sweater. Enjoy, Stacy. Get back on board. Start having some fun. If you're not having fun, maybe you're the problem. That's true. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy another perfect episode of The Tripod coming right now in five Four, three. With all four Try Guys. First time in a long time. (laughs) We have new microphones. We've got a new podcast interface. It's quite an exciting day here. You know, you sound tested me at like casual volume. (laughs) Didn't expect this countdown to get me all hopped up on adrenaline. Well, it's no regular day. (laughs) We've got the group back together. We've got a new Prezi. there's cause for excitement it is exciting about the president i was just watching it i was just watching the inauguration talking about hope unity and i thought to myself hmm yeah but that doesn't apply to me though right i can still get upset at people and then i realized like oh no maybe i should also try and listen but boy is it hard What do you think was on that letter that Trump left? Oh, they left him a letter? You think, well, <laughs> yeah, there's something in it. It was like reported breaking news. Trump left a letter for Biden in yeah. the White House. Ooh, it's he probably, probably just is. wrote, I left an upper decker in one of the toilets. You'll find it soon <laughs> enough. Slept a $25 yeah. gift card to Applebee's and said, good luck, bro. Well, daddy's back. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, that's all we have to say about the inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that I mean, it? It was cool to see Lady Gaga perform. I would say that J-Lo maybe did not have the vocal gravitas to carry said performance, but she snuck in her own song. Way to go, J-Lo. We stan. I would have preferred... A, uh, I would have preferred that she did her performance from Hustlers. I think that that... And done it to Fiona Apple's Criminal. I think that would have been very apt for the for the uh, president that just left. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I don't have much to say because I'm just relieved. I mean, I, even after the election, I was like, yeah, but it doesn't count until 
the whole army's protecting him. <laughs> and I, I and I was I was right. There was an attempted coup in early January. That was really scary. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. Did you guys I was watching like- it from a ski chalet, the whitest thing ever. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. like the song This Land is Your Land? You you like it, man? Well, I'm, it's I'm just never- like <laughs> It's a song that I feel like is pretty isolated to elementary school. So yeah. whenever I hear people sing it like it's a real song, I'm like, why not? Why aren't we just singing like the Barney song at this point? It's just such a like you learn it in kindergarten and you sing it and then you really don't sing it again ever. It's a touch juvenile. I, I haven't thought about it. But yes, it's it's a children's song. The about children's the song. Country. It's odd. It's odd. To be on the national stage, I, I like I think the song. It, it, you need something a bit more nuanced. Yeah, you know, a bit more. Like, Why do we have pop maybe stars? Maybe some profanity in there. <laughs> yeah, just something like this is motherfucking your land. This is motherfucking my land from Rated. motherfucking Fornia. <laughs> e for explicit. Please welcome Mariah Carey to sing I Love You, You Love Me. We're yeah. a happy family. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like. Also, Totally alienates Hawaii and Alaska. Fucking, it song is out of date. <laughs> yeah, you know it's true. Song's out of date. Retire it now, Eugene. You're sort of our, um, I would say, song and dance expert. Um, uh, what did you think of Lady Gaga and JLS performance? Did you think they brought it? Oh, I think they brought it hard. That was basically like a gay weekend in Vegas. Like that was really specifically. Um, and smartly chosen by the Biden administration. J-Lo had some Spanish. You know, this land is your land. Uh, when it's sung by a Puerto Rican woman, it has a different ring, you know? So I think that I'm mm. all about that messaging. And I think you can't beat Gaga. Gaga, I mean, they're both Super Bowl veterans at this point. Like, they just said, we're going to start this this administration off for women, for the gays, for for the people of color. And I think it was a, a great, great, great way to start. I like Hell how yeah. J-Lo did say, let's get loud in, in the song. She did sneak in one lyric of hers, <laughs> so which silly. I thought was very clever. Yeah. That was a great little remix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's basically the Super Bowl halftime show of politics. Yeah, yeah actually. That's true. Yeah. It's not like the meat of the game, but it's a pretty big event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then instead of watching a football mm-hmm. game, you watch Amy Klobuchar talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> Thrilling. <laughs> really. I only started watching it like eight fifty, y'all. I mean, I was, I was uh, taking yeah. care of baby. It's nice though, you know. It feels like a weight's been lifted. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I, I take a little bit of umbrage with people who are like, "Great, we can go back to not giving a shit now." And it's like, no, guys, we now we have a lot of work to do, and yeah, uh, hold these people accountable to do some good stuff. But. I think that there is reason for relief. I think that there's reason for for optimism. And I, I'm going to hold on to hope for today. And then tomorrow I'll go back to being a curmudgeon and yelling at them for not doing enough. By the way, we're their boss. <laughs> you tell them, Miles. I'm Joe Biden's boss. <laughs> oh, my. I get to call. I get to call a meeting. I get to say, hey, performance review time, buddy. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Meet me by the water cooler because I've got thoughts. You think... A water cooler is the appropriate place to have a uh, performance review, Miles. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, just, just right in front of everybody. Gonna need yeah. you to focus I a bit more. 
I wish you wouldn't have told me this in front of all my coworkers, but yes, of course. This is what I want to talk about, though. My biggest shock of the morning, probably of of the year. Did you guys know what the R in Joseph R. Biden stood for? Did you know his middle name? Reginald. No, but I'm going to guess. Go, Rufus. please. Rufus. Does anybody here know? I just need to know that I'm not alone here. Please welcome the 46th president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) It's a cool fucking name. Why is he not going by that? Like a mother's maiden name or someone's, you know, sometimes people put that as a middle name when they want to carry a name over. I frankly have no idea but it's dope. Uh, well, shocked me even more that the J in Donald Drake's Trump stands for Jarnold. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what well, it's Jarnold. There's a good reason why he didn't go by Robinette uh, Biden because with the, the the way that a lot of people's brains work to be like, there's the proof. He's robbing it. It's Joseph <laughs> Robinette. <laughs> Biden. Right. You, know, you can easily right. see yeah. them just drawing that ridiculous conclusion. It's in his name. Just look at national debt, man. He's robbing it. He's robbing it. He's stealing from our future generations. It is his grandmother Biden's maiden name. It's French. It goes back. Allegedly, the Robinettes came over with Lafayette and never went home. Huh. Lafayette. Well, enough about the inauguration. Daddy's back, and uh, Daddy, we've missed you. Uh, I wanted to give you this opportunity to sort of give you um, a new segment we're calling Daddy's Corner, where we sort of, and it's a misleading segment because I want to hear what's going on for Daddy, not for Daddy as a parent. You want to hear about me? Oh wow, Miles, yeah. my son. That's that's so sweet of you to ask. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody ever asks about Daddy. If you want to hear about the adventures <laughs> of what it's like raising two kids in a pandemic, head on over to Baby Steps, mm-hmm. my podcast with mm-hmm. my dear wife Ariel, telling all the mm-hmm. dirty, messy stories. We just told a story about uh, uh, Wes. Wes like tooted like on command and he said it came from my toot hole but daddy we don't want to hear about parenting we already have another show for that we want to hear about you daddy we want daddy corner just you just me gosh you know nobody ever asks about me that's that's being a dad it's just giving so much of yourself to other people what have i been doing Mm. for fun you know i've been watching a lot of the nfl I've been watching, that's like, that's like my, my, my me time. I'll just hold the baby, watch some football games. It's getting exciting. Have you, has you, have you guys been watching that Josh Allen? Ned, we've firmly established <laughs> that our audience does yeah, not we, want to hear us talk about football. We did well, this Miles, once and everyone was like, please never again. this a segment because all my interests do not intersect with your audience. But it's daddy's corner, bitch. Get on the fuck board. Josh Allen, he's the greatest NFL quarterback in the world right now. He's a big, strong man that pushes little boys over. 
move over, Patrick Mahoney, Mahoney, Money, Mahomes, because it's Allentown, Allen season, Bills Mafia represent. Next topic. I've been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering with my brother-in-law Again, Ned, sorry. over yeah, Christmas. It's not, so uh... You can do this thing where you open Magic cards and then you get a shiny one. That's exciting. It's called drafting. Yeah. What did I get? Well, I got a planeswalker. Whoa, in a that's pack. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty dope. It, it's fun. I watched Tenet recently. <laughs> I was all excited to like it, man, but I did not understand it. And I am a person that understands movies. When I watch a movie, if yeah. you talk, you're out of the room. Shut it down. Mm. We are watching a movie right now. I'll put it on pause if somebody's mouthing me. (laughs) (laughs) Mouthing? You know, it's not Ariel. Ariel feels the same way, but like my mother in law trying to ask me a question or something. And I'm like, pause. (laughs) What what are we talking about? What are we talking about? I'll answer the question. And then I'm saying, are we done? Are we done? Are we done? Did everyone get. Their snacks, their drinks, their crinkle, crackle <laughs> chip bags. Are we? Did we open our yeah. chip bags? You know what Play. else gets me mm-hmm. is when uh, when someone gets up to go to the bathroom and they're like, "Oh no, don't don't pause. I'll be right back." I'm like, "No, no, no," because then you're no, gonna no, come no. back and say, you're oh, gonna "What did I miss? Wait, about who's it. that?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No, no, no. Just I'm not gonna. Then I'm gonna miss the movie." <laughs> My family wants to put subtitles up on when we watch the movie. And I'm like, if I wanted to read a book, I would read a book. But I don't. I want to watch a visual masterpiece. Now, Tenet, on the other hand, uh, that's probably one of the only movies that I would recommend subtitles for. (laughs) Because it's It's hard hard to understand understand when you're listening to it. I mean, maybe I didn't have the volume high enough. Like, I thought I got it. They're traveling forward through time. They're traveling backwards through time. If you haven't seen it, it's from the director of Inception, Christopher Nolan. And it's this, you know, mind fuck of a movie where people are, you can travel forwards in time, but then you can also travel backwards in time. It's like a time travel movie where there's no skipping, no jumps. You have to just live it in reverse. So... There's all these complicated things where there are some people experiencing time backwards, interacting with some people experiencing time forwards. And like all Hollywood, they get around all the logic holes by just making everything preordained. And that makes you go, gasp, the thing that happened earlier is caused by events in the future, but I didn't know it then. Wow, I feel cool for figuring this out. So uh, again, in the Ned Fulmer review, you've said this before, but this is something you would describe as too thinky. So no, no, <laughs> it's not. I'm gonna okay. say no on that, Miles. Too thinky is like, uh, you know, uh, something about like, like making me think about like, like the world and like how like things probably should be different. Like this was yeah. a big blockbuster <laughs> action movie. If anything. Uh, like it was, it was doing too much. It was doing the thinking for me, and I just I wanted to be on mm. board. I wanted to think more, but it it mm. was it was too. I guess it was too thinky, but not in the way that, like you're you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't thought provoking. Yeah, it just made that. you go, huh? Well, hold on. Let me try to justify this. Let me try and make this make sense. I, I can't. 
I can't. Like, Too Thinky is like a movie that, like, I don't know, makes me feel bad about eating beef or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like Oakja? Are you talking about Oakja? I don't know what I'm talking about, man. I'm just talking. It's Daddy's Corner. If you don't want to get on board, hop off the train right now. Uh, Like, I think if they had explained it less, I might have enjoyed it more. Does that make sense? There was all this. Hmm. Did you guys see it? Am I just talking about a no, movie nobody's it. seen? I saw it. You are just talking. I, uh, I have not seen it. I want to. <laughs> uh, but I that's classic Christopher Nolan. He's like pseudo pseudo intellectual. That's kind of what he do. It made me mostly just want to watch Inception again because Inception yeah. is ridiculous and kind of makes sense. Like it doesn't really, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. you can pretend it does, and See, you, most people will be like, "Yeah." It- Inception's not too thinky, right? So like, it kind of like makes you think, man. Yeah, it's like, ooh, what if you could go in your dreams? I have had a dream where I woke up once in the dream, and I was still dreaming. That's right, lucid dream. Because I guess Inception is like Inception is a very cool idea for a an action device, right? It's not yeah. actually trying to pretend that it's making some deep philosophical point even though what drives me crazy about Christopher Nolan fans is that they try and extract one anyway whereas from what it, what I've seen from his, some of his other movies and it seems like this one is doing it as well he's like no but like is really smart though and it's like no Chris you're just making a cool action movie and like that's great we want those and I, I appreciate him for, for thinking outside the box I do appreciate Chris Nolan but sometimes he says it was a cool a action part. It, it was, was cool. a very cool action movie. They just there's certain plot elements that are hard to understand, and they really tried to explain them. And I was like, "It's cool. Don't don't bother. I'm fine." Well, maybe I'll watch it I this it. week and then give my review backwards, and we can listen to the two podcasts Ooh, together and they'll, yeah. <laughs> they'll match. Wow, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing. What I want to be doing more of? I don't know, man. You know, like <laughs> I've been playing chess. I've been playing chess on my phone with my buds. Queen's Gambit really lit a fire on me. Now I'm all in chess TikTok. My whole TikTok mm-hmm. feed is all chess moves. And it's all just, everyone just talks in a very soft voice. And they say, the Stafford Gambit is one of the least understood and most vicious attacks. First, it was followed by Queen, <laughs> by Pawn D4, followed by Knight F3. If Pawn takes Pawn, then the Queen can surprise with a Delicious checkmate. <laughs> so tasty. Oh, I, my TikTok is all uh, people opening Pokemon card packs. And now that I would all, be into. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> also, the art of Pokemon is very beautiful. They've got lots of cool art. And also, the way that they've made their rares look is unlike anything I've ever seen before. They're like full art. The whole thing is art. There's, the text is impossible to read because it's like rainbow holograms on a full art is like rainbow charizard rainbow mega pikachu and they look ridiculous and then there's also like pure gold hollow charizard pure silver and there's like it's crazy and you don't even buy a lot of them you don't even buy as a single pack anymore you buy like a champion's box and it's like a box with eight packs in it and a bunch of other literal garbage it's just garbage to make it bigger and then obviously most of the backs you open have nothing uh but i want I want one so bad now. Now wow. I want it. Look at my now new phone case. Is it 15 oh, wow. to a minute? Look at that. What is that? I got a new uh, Jigglypuff <clears throat> phone case that is this beautiful uh, cloud pink. But then she Why? looks so... What I love about it is that it's so cute, but then she looks what? so angry. She's like, ooh, I'm mean. And then the text is all hip. It's so funny to me. 
Yeah. You ever get a new phone case and all of a sudden Eugene. you feel like you're you're just you're brand new? Like I'm like, whose phone is this? Is that yeah. mine? That's my phone. Eugene, I feel like you could do. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but doing a ranking Pokemon original one hundred eighty three. One fifty one. You where you rank? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One eighty three. What are you thinking? I just picked a number. Yeah, Miles. Even I know that. And I think Kirby's a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) He's 152. Honestly, we we joked about it in one video podcast, and I think it's going to be the next one I do just at home, just sitting by myself. Yeah, I think that's great. Or you could you could do a live stream of it because it's gonna take a long I, yeah. time. I think so I'm gonna do Pokemon. it, but each Pokemon I only get one sentence to describe why I'm ranking it a certain spot. And you do it in reverse order, so you pick the worst Pokemon first. And oh no, I'm slowly, doing it in their number yeah. order, baby. Yeah, I'm start I'm starting all the way from Charmander and going all the way I mean Bulbasaur all mm-hmm. the way down. Okay, I have a Pokemon question for you and for the room, Eugene. Uh, there's obviously, we're all jumping to our mind to th- try and think of like, who is the best Pokemon of the 151? Not I what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Who, <laughs> who is the Mutant. most underrated of the original 151? Doug Trio. <sighs> <laughs> no. Are, are you talking about, are you talking about from like a game playing perspective or from the, uh, like narrative manga anime perspective? I think you could take the combination of both of those as well as just what your heart says. You're like, you know what? This is a dope Pokemon and we don't talk about them enough. I think overall, if you're talking about underrated, it usually means someone that is lowly rated often. And most people bring up the whole Magikarp debate about him (laughs) eventually becoming Gyarados. So that is typically Mm. one that's referred to. But you're talking about like a deep cut, like... Yo, I just, I just personally really like this Pokemon. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Electrobuzz. What a cool dude. <laughs> and I feel like he he's the forgotten yeah. he's the forgotten homie, you know? He's just a little lightning man. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Do, Is this what you guys feel like when I talk about the NFL? Yeah. I do <laughs> yeah. like like I don't know <laughs> what the heck you guys are talking about. I know like a Pikachu and you got your whatever Charizard and that's it. It's a it's a Electabuzz, yeah. not Electabuzz. You idiot. Yeah, you, See, that's you, how underrated he is. <laughs> you you fucking know. idiot. But I'm with you, Zach. There's <laughs> something very funny to the humanoid uh, Pokemon because there's a handful and they really don't fit. They just don't fit with Mr. some Mime. of the other ones you have, right? But mm-hmm. like Mr. Mime, Electabuzz, Jinx. Uh, there's like a handful, like, are these people? And you're like, especially Mr. Mime, there's a whole thing that Mr. Mime is a man who believes he's a Pokemon. There's a whole thing. Wow. There's even like, there's illusions and he's, uh, that Mr. Ash, he's Ash's mom's friend. He's, he's, wink, fucking, wink. Ash, he's fucking Ash's mom. He's fucking mom. Ash's mom. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing yeah, in the, it's in the anime. Thing. Dang. It's just weird that her, like her, him and her companion Pokemon is Mr. Mime and he's yeah. basically a man. It's... <laughs> Um, I'll tell you my, one of my personal favorites uh, yeah. is just from a story perspective. I've always loved Cubone. Do you guys know Cubone's story? Oh yeah, yeah. it's dark. Yeah. It's a story. yeah, Ned, I'll tell you. So Cubone's this really—he's the guy little... with the skull hat. Yeah. yeah. So he's a lo- he's called a lonely Pokemon because he doesn't like to hang out with people, mainly because his mother died and he he wears her skull as his helmet. <laughs> it's so oh, sad. Fuck. Yeah, that he's, also, a, uh, he's a Charmander. I didn't yeah. know. Oh. Mm-hmm. He always just wanted to, you know, he's pining after being back with his mom, so he wears her uh 
Hmm. Her her skull on his head. Oh, that's it's a cute really, story. Yeah, that's and he, he's a Charmander whose fire went out and his mother died. Yeah, so he decided he would wear her skull and that would make him a different man. It's so, up, cute. Man. so cute, <laughs> so cute, so cute. It's very cute. And then there's so Marowak. Cute. Somehow the skull evolves with the cubone. <clears throat> Uh, when it evolves well, to be a yeah. bigger skull. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like how like Tom Brady's four three years old in an <laughs> NFC Championship game. Like that's crazy, man. You're like, right. That's that's he's pretty old. Yeah, and when he becomes mega yeah. Tom Brady, uh, for like for like one quarter, he gets to be thirty five <laughs> times his beats size. The Falcons. <laughs> you you mispronounced. He's actually mega Tom Brady. Oh my god! Oh, nice. Oh, I had to say it. He, that's who he is. That's who he is. Woo! That was good though. He's it really? Oh, but that's Zach, such a yeah. It's a time of a it's a time of healing. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all know that like Machoke voted for Trump. So I've been rooting against Tom Brady <laughs> since day one. If Josh Allen voted for Trump, what can I say? He's at a time for healing. He's still my he's still my guy. <laughs> that's a good question. Which Pokemon voted uh-huh. for Trump? Trump, That's a good voter, a Pokemon. good ranking. Abracadabra, I feel like voted for Bernie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, you mentioned Mr. Mime. He's straight up libertarian. I feel like probably, Mr. Mr. Mime's still like pushing for Ron Paul and the gold standard. I think Psyduck <laughs> probably voted for Trump, but he didn't know why. You know, he just followed the masses. He's like, he didn't know. He was confused in the booth, and he's just like, he's the president now. I think I have to vote for him, right? <laughs> Psyduck is so stressed out, <laughs> choosing between the two. He becomes dope, though. Golduck is terrifying looking. What a cool evolution. You know what? It's a new president. It's a new day. I'm. I'm. My, one of my uh, my new president resolutions is mm. not to invoke mm. that orange motherfucker's name yeah, as often right. as that we used gone. to. That's the he's relief gone. is that we don't have to talk about him anymore. He's, he's going to make himself yeah. known. We're going to hear about his stupid yeah. whatever he's going to fucking do with his stupid ass family. Yeah. Instead, we can talk about um um Growlithe or. Or Kadabra. Are you Googling Pokemon, Ned? Rapidash. Rapidash, bro. Rapidash. Jesus Shelder. Have you guys seen that that new TV show, Young Shelder? (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Such bad energy. Voltorb. I want to... Yeah. I want to dunk on Ned's childhood not knowing our cartoons, but then I remember he was like building robots and rockets and like actually doing cool shit in his backyard. I'm like, ah, that's better. <laughs> that's cooler. So he's like a Magnemite then. Actually, that's probably the coolest Christmas present Wes got was a little, you know, I, did you have those inflatable rockets where you stomp on it and it flies up into the air? Oh, you yeah. Gave him one for Christmas and he has been doing it nonstop. Yeah, I mean, it's Loves fun. it. And I realize it's Ned. kind of like it never gets old. I'm 33, <laughs> and I love it, too. Well, you know, Wes isn't the only one who can get gifts, especially uh, there's another member of us right now who could be getting some gifts because he just had a birthday. You know, we thought when when Keith's wife had a birthday that was canceled, we're like, don't worry, Becky. My Zach's birthday will be a party, and then I'm like, ah, shit, I didn't have a birthday. Don't worry, Eugene. By the time we get to your birthday, we're gonna have a big party. Still no, still no. Um, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh-huh. trying to make plans for Halloween. You know? <laughs> Maybe Halloween. Maybe yeah. Halloween. Maybe this is going to yeah. be the Halloween where I, I go hard because I never mm. was the I, I'm not the biggest Halloween boy of us. But maybe this time I'm going to like I, this is going to be the first party I can go to. So maybe Halloween. Yeah, maybe Eugene, you can like give me one of your old costumes and like I'll just <laughs> oh put some God. horns on my head. <laughs> That's a good idea. If we could all fit in Eugene's old costumes, I we would love to go Eugene's previous Eugene's. Yeah, or mm. I always wanted to organize a group but make y'all you know, put in the work. You got to put mm-hmm. in the work for those. Sure, costumes. sure. Yeah, I mean that'd be cool if you did all the work mm-hmm. for me putting in the work, though, right? <laughs> well, I did get I did get one of the best presents ever that I've ever gotten. Oh yeah, which uh, is from one of my be- one of my best friends, Kathleen. Uh, she gave me concert tickets to see Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. What? So when? Hopefully, <laughs> How? Wow. She she bought these she bought these over a year ago for me, and. Because both of us share a love of like old school Celine Dion. We both really love quoting Titanic when we're drunk. Yeah. Uh, and so mm. she bought these and they're, it's going to be in D.C. in September. So hopefully we are okay. out of the woods. If not, that concert will be delayed and I'll go another time. But that is going to be so amazing. Oh. I'm going to fly up to D.C. Like, to see yeah. CD. Celine Dion. Is I'm she not CD touring? Well, you know, I mean, DC, it's it's near, it's far, it's wherever you are, really. <laughs> I mean, she wow. might not be touring here, but I'm, yeah. I'm down. I'm going to go see her. We got really close, cool. close seats. We're trying to meet her in person. Oh, so. cool. Celine, if you're listening, it's hey. sweet. Because my, step, my stepdad was a huge, like, number one fan of Celine, too. So uh, it's yeah. kind of like all, all full circle. Trips, I, I, I'll be excited to go anywhere. I would I would take a trip to fucking Omaha, Nebraska. No shade on Omaha, Nebraska, but <laughs> what well, you tell me something that's there. But I would go just to go somewhere. Steaks and Peyton oh, Manning's yeah. play calls. Yeah. Do uh, you guys feel like you got any good Christmas gifts? I feel like the older I get, <laughs> the the less exciting they get. Yeah, I got actually. You know what? I have something very cool that my dad sent. This is actually a good uh, good topic. My dad. He uh, is a geologist. He like he's been collecting rocks for forever. He's also a mining engineer. He's retired now, but one of his hobbies was col- uh, collecting. I, I believe they're long wave. I think long wave radioactive uh, fluorescent rocks. So rocks that are like uh, that glow under certain types of black light. And he sent us some of his collection for Christmas and the type of uh, black light that we needed. And uh, have these cool rocks that look very like normal in plain light, but when you put them in the dark and you shine light on them, they're like bright green, bright orange, Whoa. just completely unnatural looking colors. And then he also, this is the cutest thing, such a dad thing. About 12, 15 years ago, we went to one of those places where the, it's like there's the water and you get a bag of dirt with rocks and you shift it and you pretend you're a gold miner and you find yeah. some like little gems. <laughs> well, he yeah. bought a bucket of the, that dirt rock to go and he had it in our garage from Tennessee <laughs> to Illinois now he's just been sitting in this bucket a bucket of rocks he distributed the rocks to all of us so my brother Brian got some I got some David got some and he said and he said now you don't have to use the water if you use this same black light that I sent you it will identify the rubies in the, the if there are any rubies and I found some little rubies in my bag of rocks and they glow crazy cool. red but it was very cute cool. that he saved something from like a family trip 15 years ago and then sent us all like he typed out 
this whole story behind it and what to do with them and all these things and what we were doing at that time. It was very cute. My dad loves rocks. <laughs> really? Yeah, he fucks with rocks. He's so into rocks. Sometimes you're just walking around yeah. anywhere and then you'll hear this gentle clinking and it's rocks in his pocket. That's a Here's- nice rock. And then he'll put it in his pocket and then we'll leave like a garden and he'll have like six rocks in his pocket. Does he then do something with it at home? Yeah, so his, uh, the backyard has like a thousand rocks in it. Oh, I'm nice. standing everywhere. everywhere. He'll take people in the backyard and point at a certain rock and be like, that rock's from New York. And then he'll go to another rock and go, that rock's <laughs> from Alaska. And I'm like, Dad, those are the same rock. And he goes, no, no, no. That rock's from Alaska. Wow. I know. He's wow. memorized, but they all look the same practically. It's so funny. That'd be horrible. I, Somebody rearranged his rocks. I've oh, been he'd be, he'd be planning to do the same thing. I've been like going on little hikes, and every so often I find like a nice like rock that's got some crystal in it, and I'm just bringing it home and then throwing it in the backyard. <laughs> and like eventually, yeah. I'll have a bunch of cool looking rocks that like you know I'm thinking like maybe you know several years down the line when I have a kid, my kid will be like, I found a crystal in the backyard. I'll be like, oh my gosh, how lucky! But I'll know that I put it there wow. ages ago for them to yeah. find. Fuck yeah. You've seen the farm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're gonna love rocks too. <laughs> Hammersburgers love rocks. <laughs> Do you guys do any like, like Christmas time, like Facetime, uh, thing? Like Wait, I did some cooking. Real, real quick, Ned, didn't, didn't we bring up Eugene's birthday to like go, transition into a whole <laughs> section no. about Eugene's birthday? <laughs> I'm just popping off well, the yeah. dome, brother. I, you know, Miles <laughs> says like we have a plan, and I just it just goes out the window. Let me correct the ship. Uh, Eugene's birthday, obviously, is very exciting. Eugene, you posted a very cute pic on social media. We all loved it. We all shared it. We all retweeted it. Now, uh, it's time for another of our favorite segments. What's the word with Eugene? This time, it's birthday edition. Eugene presents a word to the crew and we all sort of pop off the dome is that correct Eugene yeah I kind of forgot how to play even though I made it up what, what was it again <laughs> I remember the song I, I, I present a word it's I was well, yeah. why don't we oh, sing you in and yeah. see if okay. that jogs your memory a one a two a you know what to do what's the word what's the word what's the word what's the word okay uh, birthday edition. Um, I kind of forgot how I played the other time, so I'm gonna make something up new. I'm a loose cannon, so whatever. Uh, let me just figure out the theme. Um, the theme is bur- your birthday, silly goose. You're the okay, theme. I just, I just flipped my dog over to see which way he rolled. Okay, so the theme is gay stuff. Oh, all right. It was gonna be awesome. Asian stuff or gay stuff, so he rolled okay. to the right after I flipped him over. So he's Got it's it. gay stuff. So I'm going to present you two different things that I love and that a lot of the gays love. And then you decide which one you love more. Mm. Since it's it's four of y'all, there could be a tie, but we'll see what the overall Try Guys consensus is. Mm. Y'all ready? Yeah. Things, Eugene, the gays. Okay. The gay love game. Which do y'all love more? Rolling up your sleeves or rolling up your pants? Sleeves. 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 It's going to be sleeves for me. I love to roll up my sleeves and I feel like a sailor, hard at work, about to really get my hands dirty. Rolling up my pants makes me feel like I'm about to sort of go to 
a school with pants that are too big. This is a this is a personal yeah. attack on Zach. I need an answer from Zach as the ankles, the hot ankles authority. I'll tell you what I like the most. Well, yeah, Zach. <laughs> what's your answer? What's your answer? Come on, Zach. No, you're thinking too long, Zach. I'm a man that loves to roll. Look, I roll all the cuffs of my my sleeves. However, uh-huh. I think that for the aesthetic of a shirt, rolling up uh-huh. your sleeves is optional. It looks good up. It looks good down, but no outfit is complete without a rolled cuff on the bottom of your jeans, revealing your supple, sensual ankles, the hottest body part. Mm. Therefore, I shall choose to roll my pants. Thank you. A little different for me, man. I love rolling sleeves, love rolling pants, sure. But they're kind of obligations. It's because your pants are too long or it's because it's too hot out. But when I feel like the fanciest little bitch out there on the walk, (laughs) it's when I am rolling up my shorts. You go into a summer party, shorts a little too long, boom, boom, roll it up. Now you're a hot boy doing hot things with a nice ass. Wow. <laughs> Eugene says this or that. Ned says neither, sir. I should well, raise my own pants. His pat. answer was the most gay, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, mean, I liked I how gay that was, Ned. Yeah. Pretty gay. I would Damn. say um, overall majority seems to be for rolling the sleeves. And, Zach, you did think about that for a very long time. I know how much you love your sleeve rolling. I love both. It's true. But I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for standing by your hot ankles. I have a question I've always had about Zach's hot ankles. Um, What type of sock are you wearing? Are you doing like an ankle sock or are you going like half calf? Are you wearing thigh highs? Are you wearing what type of sock are you wearing to show it off? It is an excellent question, Miles. I'm so thrilled that you asked. (laughs) To me, there are only two types of socks. There are the no-shows that reveal your ankles in full, or there are the high, the dress sock, so to speak. The high sock that has a fun, beautiful pattern. Those little nubbies where, where it just kind of peaks just right yeah. over your sneaker. Bullshit. Burn them all. Get them out of your closet. We ain't got time for it. We're not in seventh grade anymore, okay, people? We don't need well, that. I don't need just a little sliver of ankle protected. Who even? I, I do it because if Who I'm, even? like, moving around, it protects the back of my heel and my Achilles tendon to have that little extra lip, especially when you're working out. Because if you're Weak working out and you show socks, you're going right? to fuck up your heel. You're going to fuck your heel right up. That's for sure. Sometimes I wear two pairs of socks because uh, my running shoes kind of scrape at my heel, so I, I, I double it up to work out. I haven't played soccer all year, so all of my precious calluses that protect my feet from getting all torn up, they have slowly dissolved away, and now I have little baby feet. And if I, if I even so much as like try and just walk like and do a stutter step. In my house, which I want to do, I'm just, it's going to start giving me blisters. If I even step on the soccer field, I'll just be, my foot, feet will be torn up for weeks. What's okay. the word? What's, right, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Let's talk about cute boys. Let's talk about cuties. Uh, so there was recent yeah. viral news about a potential <clears throat> Willy Wonka pre- <laughs> Pre-Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka story for some I'm sort of reboot. So, so mad about this. 
where you can be mad about it, but I'm just bringing it up because it connects the two very explicitly. The two hottest young actors are yeah. said to be in contention for the lead. Who? Do you guys know, by the way? Do you, do you know about this? No. Uh-uh. All right. Are you more team right. Timothée Chalamet mm. or mm-hmm. Mr. Tom Holland? Oh, Tom Holland. Guys, that, Tom those are the two people Holland. they're considering for Willy Wonka, though. What That's, the fuck? They're both bad. They're both the wrong <laughs> choice. Terrible but choices. Tom Holland is cute. Is so cute. It, is Willy Wonka like fucking twelve I years think, old now? Like I think why it's like a younger, a younger these... storyline where he's. It's before all the the Charlie stuff. I feel like Timothy Chalamet oh. would be a better Willy Wonka. I agree. In between the two, yeah. yeah. I saw Danny Fernandez tweet that she wants Lakeith Stanfield to play Willy Wonka. I'm like, that's the energy we need. I feel like out of the two, Tom Holland's like cuter to me. Uh, but I didn't really understand why Timothy was hot at first, and then he kind of grew on me. So now I get it, but I think still Tom Holland for me. But what 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 could this movie be about? Because in the more recent Wonka one that came out, the Tim Burton one, they kind of go through what his previous expeditions were. You get like a prequel in the middle. He's like, oh, I was in the rainforest or some stuff, and I met this uh, race of people that I decided to enslave in my candy factory. And everyone's like, hey, that's no what? problem. Don't worry about that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. So we kind of know... Some of his beginnings from that, he had a dad who was a mean dentist or something like that. Uh, we got a whole yeah. whole pre-story in that movie. I am interested in seeing Timothy Chalamet play the next Bourne. So <laughs> I feel like I don't want him to play Willy Wonka because I want him to get super fucking buff and do like Bourne, Mission Impossible. Wow. I think he could do that kind of stuff. Tom Holland is a cutie pie, and I think that he could be a good Wonka, but I disagree with the premise. Like, you don't think the movie should be made? I don't think that they should. I think they should make a new movie, yeah. But I also think that, like, a pro- like I don't think the movie is going to do what they think it's going to do because kids don't give a shit about Willy Wonka, and they do love Tom Holland, so they're not going to have a reference for, like, what Willy Wonka means I think it's gonna be kids a weird know choice. who Wonka but I like Tom is. They gotta know. They they don't fucking gotta know. know. My mind is still just spinning about imagining either of them in this role. Uh, there are few things in this world that I love more than Spider Man, but one of those things is Greta Gerwig. So I'm taking Team Timotei. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, it looks like another three to one against Zach. Got, got Tom in the lead. I do love my Timothy. I love his fashion. I love his hair. I like Timothy, yeah. But I love both boys. I love both boys. But They're right now, it's uh, mm-hmm. Zach, Zach is in last place. It should be Harry Styles. He should be Wonka. Oh, that's not a bad choice at all. <laughs> it, he but, would be um, a great Wonka. I would say... Uh, let, let's move on because you guys okay, turned let's move a very on. innocent who's cute, <laughs> cute question into a whole nerd debate about Wonka. Eugene should be Wonka. Give it to Eugene. Uh, yeah. Uh, that would be fucking awesome. Give it I to Eugene. It. I would not hide the reason why I'm sending those kids into those weird traps. <laughs> You'd be a good Wonka. Wonka's got to be a little bit evil. Yes. Eugene's like, I've been making candy for adults and all these kids think it's for them. No, I'll shove them. Two, two dumb stereotypes about the, the peeps, the LGBTQ plus peeps. One. 
Iced coffee. Coffees, cold brews, any cold coffee drink. Or... Is that a stereotype? Yes. Really? Or, Can you explain it? I, <laughs> well, tell me I more. Mean, I mean, I'm don't... literally drinking a cold brew right now. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Even delicious. in the middle of winter, there's the joke that if you see someone drinking like an iced coffee or cold brew in winter, you're like, oh, they they might be on the on the queer huh. the queer trade. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Good to um, know. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know where it came from, but it certainly became this huge viral thing. And then the other mm. one that's even more confusing, but we all agree is true, is uh, gays can't sit properly in chairs. Well, as someone with chronic like, back pain, let me say, team not sitting normally all the way. I've never found a chair that makes sense. In fact, I kick back on all of them and like will be dangerously hanging on the back two legs against a wall. I have fallen a few times. It will not stop me. Yeah, I'm going to go with can't sit in a chair correctly for myself. My legs being so long, most chairs, the seat is not tall enough for my legs to sit comfortably. So that I have to like either tuck them down or stick them out or like cross them or something. So I find most chairs to be uh, not for me. So I have a hard time sitting in a lot of chairs. I don't know how to answer this, man. I, 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 I was here sitting like this earlier. I guess that counts with my knee up. But like so to gay. me, that's just, I'm just sitting. I'm just doing my lead. I mean, I just, this is how I sit. It's not normal. Like what even is normal? If you're mm. sitting in a chair, it's normal. So I guess, I guess I'll go um, with, with iced coffees. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have to say sitting uh, abnormally because I've sworn off cold brew because it gives me panic attacks <laughs> and um, I also the doctor did tell me hey you have to stop sitting with your legs crossed while you're editing because it's fucking up wow. your back and yeah. or hips Whoa! because I was sitting with my legs crossed for like you know eight hours a day seven hours a day or whatever for a while and he was like yeah it's like throwing your hips out of alignment because i was having oh. pain so he was like don't do that pro tip if you're at home if you work at a desk don't cross your legs while you're sitting because it can fuck up your back over time because your hips aren't Pre- wait how how often wow. well, how do you guys sit typically <laughs> like when you sit down like what's your city position as you're like sitting and watching something I'm all about desk ergonomics, baby. You got to get the 90 degree angle on the elbows. Check. You got to get something, a little tiny thing for your feet. You got to raise your feet up because you want 90 degrees for your feet, right? Okay. Sit up straight. Put a pillow there if you need. And like, make sure to take stretch breaks every 20, 25 minutes. Everything you just said proved the theory because that was the straightest answer about sitting. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking <never> about? Heard. <laughs> I, I don't. My my biggest uh, chair issue is like a dining chair or a desk chair where, uh, and this is where the seat height comes into play. My legs are so long that I <laughs> my default is now to tuck my legs sort of my, that my ankles are crossed and my legs are under me, which is not good for your legs either. Uh, but I don't know where else to put my legs because sometimes tables also have like shit in the table and then my knees are hitting some some piece of wood that they've decided they wanted to hide under the table. So I have to always like tuck. I'm always compressed uh, with my legs and I think that's probably a bad thing. You know, middle school people used to call me uh, a bird because I would actually sit in the desks like this, like crouched before class started, which uh, yeah. should have been the first sign that I was a raging homosexual. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. <laughs> uh, watch it. For those who are not watching on YouTube, Eugene was kind of perched like a little gargoyle. Yeah, yeah, on his bed, like a little birdie. I also, I also can't actually cross my legs yeah. comfortably because I'm I'm really bow legged. I thought you were gonna say because you have mm. a massive. Yeah. Well, no, it's from it's from riding all that massive. Dick. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Hey. Sorry, sorry to the kids. Very oh my sick. god, someone's parents listening right now. Oh, sorry about that. I'll bleed. I'll bleed. I'll just bleed. Hi, Mrs. Dick. Miller. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> Becky's mom is listening. <laughs> sorry. sorry, Kim. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we have one more. One more to to round it out. Yeah. All right. What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the, What's word? the word? Eugene. 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 All right. So, would you rather have the biggest, fiercest wig? Or the most gorgeous beat face. I want one of those gigantic tall wigs. The the totally stiff, giant, giant wigs. And I'll take that because you no one's even gonna look at my face if I've got basically a tree on my head. I love those big wigs. I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Eugene has finally gotten Becky and I into it. Yeah. It is a hilarious show. And the wigs are incredible, unbelievable looking. There's just like, how did you make that? How did anyone make that? And the outfits are cool. The dancing is obviously great. The lot of funny characters. We're also watching the UK one, and they're all hilarious. The UK <laughs> one, they're funny. It's only clown queens. It's great. Uh, but I'm into it now. So you can tweet at me about it. Yeah, keeps, keeps up on the new season. <laughs> yeah. I think it differs. If you're on TV, you got to go face. But if you're in a club, you got to go wig. Because mm. if it's going to be like a close-up, I need my face looking correct. But if it's going to be me on stage, I want that hair flying around. I can do so many things with that. Uh, so I, I think I would go, uh, you know, I'm I'm an amateur. I'm not on RuPaul's Drag Race uh, currently, uh, so I'm I would go wig then. You know, start my start my career in clubs and kind of work my way up from there. Make a yeah. name for myself with the yeah. wig. <laughs> As someone who has had shitty hair my whole life, I'm tempted to say wig, but I'm I'm swung by two things. One, the idea of the incessant itchiness. Can't stand an itchy head. You know, I'm a real, real itch freak over here. But also, if I were genuinely going to an event, I think a nice beat face, like a, a little bit of the a mix and interplay of the masculine and feminine playing on my supple features. I think that I'm just imagining me walking into a room and everyone going like, damn, Zach, looking good, looking fine. <laughs> just imagine and, you walking into a room with a beat face and no wig to your current hair. Yeah, I think I think I, that's what I would like. I think I'm more, in a genuine world, more likely to actually go to an event with beautiful makeup than I am to go with <laughs> a, a crazy wig that just doesn't doesn't feel like something I would ever genuinely do, but it's very fun. Mm -hmm. Miles, I'm gonna say uh, I have a beard, so makeup I feel like doesn't get to really have the party <laughs> it deserves on my face. Uh, you know, a contour is gonna blend into the beard. It's just not gonna. They're not. You know, the designer of my face is not gonna really get to party. So I'm gonna say wig, and I want it to be like Final Fantasy style anime Ooh. hair. Ooh, good choice. Like the spikes. 
Like, yeah, like Cloud mm-hmm. from Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. sort of big, big spikes. spikes, crazy. Oh, yeah. dude, has anyone ever done a Dragon Ball Z themed drag queen where she has one type of hair and then presses <laughs> a button and it Ooh, super saiyan it's lights up? It's a reveal up and, for her hair. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. That's I don't know cool. how you do that, but I want to see that. Her power level is over 9,000. Yeah, there are lots of wig reveals where you take off a wig where there's another wig underneath, so that'd probably be the most practical way to do it, but I've never seen a Super Saiyan. I want one wig to to transform up. I don't want to reveal, I want it to. You need that um, Batman Begins flight technology where he runs a pulse of electricity through it (laughs) and it stiffens to bring Christopher Nolan back into the dialogue. Right. Full circle. Okay, well, after four rounds of what's the word, the winner is, of course, Zach Kornfeld. Hey, I'm gay. Wow. <laughs> it was a trick. It was a Go trick. Off, Being contrarian is, of course, the gayest wow. thing you can do because why do men and women <laughs> just gotta, you know, boink? That's boring. Good job, Zach. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. Everyone else can. You're not the gayest. <laughs> Congrats, Zach. All right, well, we need some advice, and now it's time for Advice to Go for Miles with your host, your friend, your gremlin, Miles Bonsignore. Really phoning it in today. <laughs> well, you know, he's fucking <laughs> spinning his finger like fucking crazy over there. He's been doing it for the last two minutes. So it's like, okay, let's fucking throw him I Miles. had to signal Let you. Let him scream into the mic for I two minutes. I had to signal you. <laughs> All right, the music's playing, but you can't hear it. <laughs> I still go for miles. All right, with your friend Miles, Miles, Bonsignore. What's up, Miles Nation? How y'all doing tonight? Oh. <laughs> Brother, have you ever wanted to scratch and sniff? Yeah. Have you ever wanted to zing yourself up in the middle of the day, but cocaine is too freaking pricey? My God. Sorry, sorry, Kim. Sorry, Kim. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) Coffee, more like toffee, because it's so sweet it might as well give you cavities. You're going to want a food-based perfume that you can huff like a bag of paint that's going to get you so fucked up, your workday is going to be A+. Plus. I have no idea where this is going. It's become more and more vague. Scratch a lemon and smell it. <laughs> that you're not, what is that you're holding? What are you holding? Is that a lime? Scratch. <laughs> I couldn't find a lemon. <laughs> This morning. Well, scratch a lemon. You could say it's a limon, which in Spanish, lime. Right, right. exactly. Uh Scratch a lemon and smell it. I've come to find that because it smells freaking good, Ned, you silly. No, don't. Boomer. Gonna have a water cooler conversation. I'll say this. Sometimes when I'm feeling like I need to huff something... And I can't. When do you feel like you need to huff something? Why do you have this urge? What is this left over from? Are you? Uh, Well, a friend sent me sort of, we did a murder mystery for someone's birthday at home. And they sent a little box that you can make your own cocktail. And I had this lime on my desk. 
And um, and I just I enjoy. I recently in the past couple of days I've been enjoying just sort of scratching it. <laughs> this has got to be your weirdest advice it. I've ever heard. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, we've all I'll be right back. Like to judging it, but I don't think I like yeah. it. I feel like it brings my it zests my day up. Sometimes also if you take a lemon rind peel and you just kind of pop, you know, you pop the little pimples of the, oh, of the yeah, smell. I do zest. like that. Is Zach grabbing a lemon? Yeah, exactly. He's definitely going to go grab a lemon. He's yeah. either he's getting a lemon, lemon or he's, he's going to have it. a poop. I got <laughs> one of each, guys. <laughs> let's see. Let's which one would you prefer, Miles? The true yeah, I would what prefer. Is that? So I'm doing scraggly the ass excuse for a lemon on the left. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> bad. I don't know. Sucks. It's like green. It's the one that I had. It's it's like a hour away from being thrown in the yeah. trash. <laughs> I would scratch the lemon if it feels yeah, it's supple, supple and oh yeah, plump. bro. It's it's yeah. basically rotten. Scratch the lemon. <laughs> there you go. Scratch the lemon and just give it a huff. Scratch it. And it, what it's gonna do? You, you can kind of see the little like things pop out of it and then woo, that'll get you there that i mean babe darling guys, that'll freaking guys, sing me up it smells good it smells like a lemon <laughs> well yeah, yeah i'm sure no it shit obviously like it's gonna smell like a lemon like i've never i'm not arguing with the fact that you if you scratch and sniff a lemon you're gonna get a lemon yeah. smell the question is why Ned, can I can I can I slow you down real quick for a second there, Ned? You're sounding a little aggro, yeah. and I think you could use a little bit of a lemon uh-huh. sniff to calm those oh calm those ed, you know soften those edges. That's right. I was calm before <laughs> yeah, this right. lemon scratch and sniff bullshit came into my life. Oh yeah. Look, lemon zest, Ned. You know it's good, right? Lemon zest. You're ruining lemons. <laughs> what do you do with spit, lemon peel? Okay. You just. <laughs> You just th- you throw away your lemon peels. Waste, bro. It gets Waste. under your fingernails. There's Woo! so many. Also, like what? There's. I'm awake and it's I'm calm at the same time. Yeah. It's like a wake up tea and a calm yes, down tea like... and a bath all at once. All right, all right. Final. What's the word? Are we picking <laughs> scratching a lemon and sniffing it, or talking football? Uh, we'll leave that up to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I choose the lemon. I choose the lemon. <laughs> Ned, that means you won. You did it. Yeah, go dad. Yes, roll up those shorts, bitch. Roll up those shorts. Big booty Ned. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, another perfect episode of the Tripod. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review and follow us all on the places and stuff. And tell a friend and maybe go scratch and sniff a lemon. Keith, here's with the official <laughs> Tripod theme song. Oh, grab a little lemon. It's got an itch. Scratch it up good and grant your little wish. I hope that your wish was to smell a little lemon. If it was, when you're gonna be feeling good? It's the tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful.